Welcome to another edition of the Wonkin Circumstance Podcast. I'm your host, Wonky Rabina. The final days of the Florida Legislative Session for 2018 are upon us, with the focus again being on gun laws. Governor Rick Scott made several proposals to combat future mass shootings, asking the legislature to take up the measures before session concludes. The changes include raising the legal age for the purchase of weapons legally defined as assault rifles from 18 currently to 21, strengthening background checks, and banning bump stocks. The legislature also worked on several proposals of their own, with attempts to ban assault rifles in the state of Florida appearing more than once. With the pressure on the state government mounting, it appears more and more likely that some gun laws will change before session is scheduled to conclude in less than two weeks. While it may not seem like it on the news and social media, the legislature did continue to consider non-gun-related bills that had been working their way through the committee process since late 2017. So far, 84 bills have passed the legislature. The topics range from how to handle bankruptcies that are used to delay foreclosures, to pornography, to Florida statues in Statuary Hall on Capitol Hill. As the session continues to wind down with a targeted end date of March 9th, more and more bills will continue to pass, and we will try to cover as many of them as possible before our final wrap-up special. Before we talk about the three bills we're focusing on today, a brief breakdown of our process. We look at every bill, identifying the topic or topics that the bill covers. Oftentimes, this is just one issue, but many times, there can be supplemental issues that also come into play. For bills that are very specific, we also include a meta-topic, a topic that serves sort of as an umbrella category for issues that are related to it to fall under. Texting while driving, for example, is under the umbrella topic of transportation. Once we've got the issues the bill covers sorted out, it's time to get it rated. Bills are rated on a scale of 0 to 10. These numbers for us represent a range exactly like the one you see when you take the voter aid quiz that you should be taking anytime you have to figure out which candidates support your opinions in an election. Your options on the voter aid quiz range from strongly disagree to strongly agree. We need the number rating to be able to tell you, the voter, how your elected officials vote on a particular issue. Because stump speeches are nice, but laws are made by voting in the legislature. This week, we've got three new bills to report on, with varying topics of interest. First, we will look at a piece of one of the gun bills. Our focus is on Amendment 532-180 to the big bill of SB 1048. SB 1048 is a bill that we covered in Episode 2, which would allow churches to permit concealed carry license holders to carry a concealed weapon on certain premises, that is, when churches meet on location that are not a actual church, such as a school. Amendment 532-180, which was filed on February 20th by Senator Linda Stewart of Orange County, 
would seek to ban assault weapons in the state of Florida. The topic here is assault weapons, which falls under the umbrella topic of gun control. A zero score on a bill would mean all rifles are legal, while a 10 would mean all assault rifles are illegal always. This amendment's score on the topic of assault weapons is 9.5. The amendment would ban the sale, transfer, or import of weapons defined as assault weapons in Florida. Possession of an assault weapon would also be illegal, though owners of such weapon before October of 2018 when the law would take effect would be grandfathered in as long as they met certain criteria. SB 1048, along with its subsequent amendments, of which there are four total, including 532180, are before the Senate floor. A vote is expected in the next few days. Under normal circumstances, this amendment would likely fail pretty easily in front of the full Senate floor. However, we're not under normal circumstances, and it's unclear what the future holds. The second bill we're going to look at is HB 545, titled Israel Boycotts. In Florida, it is currently illegal for a company that is on the scrutinized companies that boycott Israel list, or the Israel list for short, to bid on or enter into a contract with an agency or local government on goods or services that cost a million dollars or more. Any company that seeks a contract of a million dollars or more must certify that it is not participating in a boycott of Israel. At least seven companies are currently on the Israel list, all of them headquartered internationally. This bill changes the existing law that bars bids or contracts to companies that boycott Israel so all bids and contracts are illegal rather than just those of a million dollars or greater. It does, however, still contain a case-by-case -case exception that could appear broad. The topic covered in this bill is Israel boycotts, which ranges from a score of zero for all companies should be allowed to bid for government contracts, regardless of their stance on Israel, to a 10 for companies that boycott Israel should be barred from bidding for or receiving any government contracts. This bill is one of the few instances where state legislators, who may be looking at higher office, can get a vote on the record for a topic that would generally be considered foreign policy. The score of this bill on the topic of Israel boycotts is a 9, which is based on the removal of most of the wiggle room in the current law, that is, the ability to get a contract under a million dollars. However, the case-by-case -case exception does still leave a little bit of wiggle room. This bill on January 31st passed the House, its originating chamber, by a vote of 109 to 3. It's currently in the Senate, where it should be coming up for a vote on the floor in just a matter of days. Finally, we have SB 1776, Vegetable Gardens. Many local governments in Florida prohibit their residents from having certain things on their home property, such as vegetable gardens. This bill would preempt the rules specifically regarding vegetable gardens, allowing Florida residents to grow vegetables on their property regardless of the city or town they live in. The topics covered in this bill are use of property, where a zero means 
that homeowners should be allowed to do whatever they want on their property, and a 10 means property use should be strictly regulated to protect safety and property values. The recurring issue of local authority also rears its head. For use of property, we score this as 0 out of 10. That is, again, homeowners should be allowed to do whatever they want on their property. The bill not only removes the ability to enact vegetable garden specific regulations, but also declares null and void any current laws regarding vegetable gardens in any municipality, city, town, etc. in the state of Florida. So, if this bill passes, you can go wild growing all the vegetables you'd like. For local authority, we rate this a 1 out of 10, as local governments would still have the opportunity to regulate vegetable gardens if they are part of a general law rather than being singled out specifically. So maybe don't go crazy with those onions yet. The current status of this bill is that it absolutely flew through both committee assignments, receiving only one dissenting vote out of a possible 17. It will be heard by the full Senate floor next. If it passes there, which, based on its committee votes, is likely, it would then need to also pass the House. Finally, before we go, I want to remind you about VoterAid, the nice people who help make this podcast possible. It's the site that allows you to learn which candidates for office most represent your interests by matching you, online dating style, to those candidates. Currently, we have two live elections, the special election for Florida's 114th House District and Surfside's biannual mayoral and commission elections. Don't let an off-year off-month election pass you by. Remember, decisions are made by those who show up. And also remember, if you live in Florida but don't currently have an election, you can still use VoterAid to find out how well your current elected officials, that is your member of Congress as well as Senators Marco Rubio and Bill Nelson, represent your ideology. Thanks for listening and we will see you next week.